Welcome to Cool Breeze Podcast, where we keep it cool. I'm your host, What It Do. So welcome to Cool Breeze Podcast, where we keep it cool. I'm your host, What It Do. And today we are back with another very special guest. We have TJ. TJ is a junior sports marketing major from Charlotte, North Carolina. He is also a 2023 spring initiate of the Ice Cold Chapter of Beta IO Chapter of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. And he is currently serving as the SGA president at the illustrious Winston-Salem State University. How you feeling today? I'm good, man. I'm good. You good? You ready to keep it cool? I'm cool. All right. All right. So the first quick, well, before we get into anything, cheers. For sure. So I always like to start off with, how is your mental health? Um, Right now, to be completely honest, um, man, my mental health is good. Um, I'm coming off a lot of stress, but I'm doing things that are getting it to where it needs to be, so. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good right now. Now, is that stress somewhat school-related, personal life-related, or what? Um, to Really like a combination of both. Like mm-hmm. You're always going to have that aspect of knowing that you have things to worry about. Yeah. But it's like when you have that extra stress, like school, or I just came off my internship, mm-hmm. so that was like a bit of a load on me. Mm-hmm. It just kind of brings stress to you. Mm-hmm. So on a 1 to 10, give me, give me a range from where you at on a 1 to 10. Uh, with 10 being the highest, mm-hmm. I'll probably say around a seven and a half, eight. Seven and a half. So what's that missing? Three or two? Um, really just time for rest. Um, mm-hmm. Time, like for myself, where I have days where I do completely nothing, mm-hmm. or just like, really like I said, like time to rest and just mm-hmm. time to stop and actually like pump the brakes for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So why haven't you been taking time for yourself to really just do a complete reset? Um. I guess I'm still learning how, mm-hmm. um, like the times where I do have my free time, it's like, I'd be like, oh, I gotta do something, or like mm-hmm. just sitting here don't feel right, mm-hmm. and then like I'll regret it later. Yeah, so, so I, you a busybody. <laughs> yeah, okay. And my mama would say. Yeah. <laughs> you just can't sit still. So like, what, what are moments like, cause you know when you get so overwhelmed to where mm-hmm. it's just to the point of, okay, I need to sit down. Mm-hmm. So like, what has been that point to where it was just like a, you needed to just like stop everything and just reset? Um, kind of at the end of the school year, that's like the, the one where I can say it was a big significant like mm-hmm. reset. Um, it felt like everything from I guess the school year or whatever the case may be had kind of like piled down in me. Mm. And I, like my, it's like I always tell myself, your body gonna let you know when you yeah, need to stop. Most definitely. Like you most may definitely. have in your mind, like okay, I know I'm tired, but I may keep going. But ultimately, like your body gonna tell you when you need to stop. Like it's mm-hmm. not gonna allow you to go no more. So mm-hmm. I had to listen to my body, and I was just like, yeah, it's time for me to just chill out. Yeah, I feel it. So if you was to have your dream ideal reset day. What would it entail? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> um like a dream reset day would probably be um I feel like beaches are kinda peaceful, so yeah. just me on the beach 
um, a private island or like Myrtle Beach. See, we'll I'm not even it. the type of person where like I'm a simple person, so I ain't even got to go all the way private island. Mm, okay. I can go on a small beach or like Myrtle Beach, like you said, mm-hmm. or just somewhere where I'm just chilling, like getting a good scenery where I'm around nothing but peaceful things mm-hmm. and like where not necessarily I don't have no contact with nobody, but like my phone probably somewhere put up in the room. Yeah, it's not your first priority. Mm-hmm. I'm just it's like it's just a me day. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. That sounds good. So we gonna go into the school portions of it so first we're gonna start off with why did you choose the illustrious the wonderful winston salem state university of course so um to be completely honest um coming out of high school i didn't have a lot of options when it came to like my schooling Mm -hmm. so um i did take the school uh a tour at winston Mm -hmm. um and when i got to winston and this was when i was still in high school um they gave me like a motivation or like a confidence that i could succeed Mm -hmm. and i didn't really get that in high school so them giving me that confidence before i even got there like they cared about my success Mm -hmm. um that gave me the confidence to want to go there Mm -hmm. and i guess like i kind of I'm happy with my choice. That's good. That's good. So with being a first-generation college student, how was it for, like, really not having, like, the example on, like, really a smooth guidance on, okay, you need to do this when this time comes and stuff like that. So how was the transition and what was really your driving force to be that first-generation college student? So knowing I didn't have like that guidance going into things, it's kind of like I didn't want to go into like a wrong guidance of what I seen. Mm-hmm. Like I know what not doing good look like. So mm-hmm. I wanted to set the example of what doing good look like. And then like that driving force of knowing like my mom and dad and my family, knowing they'll be proud of me. You know, of course they're going to be proud of me no matter what, but seeing them, especially like how I was in high school, mm-hmm. seeing me go to college and go off and do big things, that kind of was like motivating for me. That's good. That's good. So who, who would you say is your biggest supporter for you being your first generation college student? Um... It's really like a toss-up between my mom and my sister. Because, like, mm-hmm. my, my sister, she always calls herself, like, my second mom. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom is going to be there for me, like, mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, I'm proud of you. But my sister going to tell me right from wrong, like, mm-hmm. all right, I, like, I know the real. She going to keep it real with me no matter mm-hmm. what. So it's really like a toss-up between them two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So with being the first-generation college student to being SGA president, mm-hmm. how, how did that conversation or that thought come about for you? Uh, yeah, so I've been in SGA my first two years. Mm-hmm. Um, what positions were you? So did you my have? first year, I came in as the freshman class senator, mm-hmm. and my second year, I served as a sophomore class vice president. Mm-hmm. And uh, freshman year, um, I kind of knew I wanted to get involved so I could stay in school. Mm-hmm. Um, and once I did that, it seemed like the opportunities that came with it. Um, I wanted to do it again my sophomore year. But then, like, after the things, how things went my sophomore year, um, I felt that I wanted to lead on a larger capacity. Mm -hmm. And SGA president wasn't even, like, going to be my first decision. Mm -hmm. But um, I just felt like by me leading on this larger capacity, I could be a bigger advocate for the students. So Mm -hmm. that's ultimately why I chose SGA president. Mm -hmm. So what, what was your platform for SGA president? So I served on the platform of the bold approach. Uh, with B meaning bridging gaps, O meaning open communication, um, L meaning learning the system, and D meaning demanding success. Mm-hmm. 
That's good. That's good. That's a very like strong message behind it for because I've never heard bold as an acronym like that. Mm-hmm. So what made you come up with bold? Um, just knowing that like you just have to be uncomfortable being or you have to be comfortable being uncomfortable mm-hmm. and a lot of times you may feel like you you can't do something or like like I said the confidence you don't know if I, you're capable of doing something but mm-hmm. if you just take the bold approach you'll never know if you can do it unless you exactly. do it so I feel like um, if I take the bold approach by being SGA president and actually trying to be an advocate or like I said the bigger capacity um, that's what made me come up with it that's good that's good so with going into you know seeking and wanting to be a part of alpha phi alpha fraternity incorporated Mm -hmm. what what was some of the reasons that made you want to join that organization for sure um like i said or like you said being a first generation student you when when you get on campus you see a certain amount of guidance Mm -hmm. um and the guidance that i um seen on campus were strictly from alphas mm-hmm. and they changed my life without me even being in the organization oh wow um just by them opening up with open wings it wasn't even like alpha related just as a mentor level mm-hmm. i knew that that was something that i wanted to do mm-hmm. and with alpha i felt like i'm able to tell my story and i felt that i could um, seeing how the goddess that was gone or brung to me mm-hmm. i felt like i could do that with somebody else too and i since then um or even before that, I started like helping out with youth or help going to like middle schools and different stuff like that. Mm-hmm. All the things that I seen Alpha doing, and mm-hmm. it just made me feel good knowing I could tell them my story and seeing them or have like a larger impact on them. That's good. That's really good. That's really good. So so far, what has been your favorite Alpha memory? Uh, <laughs> Give me your top three if you can't name one. Top three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, probate for sure. Pro, yeah. If that counts, yeah, that counts. Okay, that count, probate that count. has probably been like a top three day of my life. I'm not gonna lie. That's good. Um, probate, probate was y'all. Y'all probate <laughs> was lit. I'm not gonna lie. The probate had to be one. Um, number two probably would have to be. Um, I want to say, Gym Fest. Yeah, I say Gym Fest. I didn't go to that event. You didn't go to Gym Fest? Mm-mm. Was it because it wasn't outside? No, it was... No, I was actually going out of town. Mm -hmm. So I missed the whole, like, the back end of Ramfest, the lit end. I missed. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And give me the third one. Uh, I'll probably say... I'll probably say NCGP. Or no, no, I'll say Trend Like Alpha. Trend Like Alpha? How was that? Um, I actually got to help out with the team, so it was good to see like them practice over the weeks, and then like the actual performance. I feel like you feel like a proud dad, so <laughs> it was good. Uh, my team ended up coming, or the team I was helping out, they ended up coming in second. So oh, that was good. We should have came in first. But. <laughs> but so, what was like the hardest like move or stroll or something that you had to teach them that they just couldn't grasp? Um. Probably would have to be one of the steps, uh, just because like with steps it's hard to get like everybody on one accord. Yeah, so one beat. Probably have to be that. 
Okay, okay, okay. So for somebody who is interested in wanting to join Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, what, what would be some advice or some tips that you would give to them if they're watching this video now? Uh, definitely. Uh, make sure you stay connected with like the people that already are in the organization. Um, show up to events, uh, be supportive of the events, and don't just show up as an interrupt. Show up actually interested in the event, not just interested in the organization. Like actually gain something from the event or whatever the case may be that they're having. And uh, lastly, will probably have to be just do your research. That's good. That's good. That's good. So make sure y'all take y'all notes. So um, with you, you know, being the first generation college student and, you know, you, you starting your own legacy and mm -hmm. breaking generational curses. So other than being, you know, a first generation college student, what are some generational curses that you are trying to break? Hmm. That's a good question. Thank you. Thank you. Um. Hmm. You can name a couple if there's a couple. And we can also do some generational legacies or traditions that you're trying to create as well. Okay. Um, as far as like gener generational curses that I want to break, uh, definitely would have to be the 9 to 5. Mm -hmm. um, generational curse mm -hmm. just because like I see my parents they like I said they're stressed um, so I do want to break that and they want they like they tell me all the time they don't want me working as hard as them but they want me to still be successful so yeah that's one of the things I do want to break that's good if that's I could good. say like one thing and as far as like generation generational traditions um, my family, like, we travel, but we don't. Like, we may travel maybe once every two or three years. Mm -hmm. So I do want to travel more, you know, once I do have a family of my own and start whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. I do want to start traveling and, like, actually paying attention to holidays, too. That's another thing. Yeah. Like, actually yeah. cherishing holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and stuff like that. So yeah. I do want to start those. Yeah, because I feel like with our generation, like, once the great-grandmas and the great-great-grandmas started to pass on that's mm -hmm. when family really like stopped and then COVID oh that just ruined the last little bit and I feel like our generation is like missing it and trying to bring it back but just don't know how and then half of us ain't got houses with yards and, <laughs> you know to throw the cookouts and stuff so so what would be your dream vacation to go to and it could be like Anywhere, somebody's say, "Here's a plane ticket. You you could choose the destination. Where are you going, and for how long?" Um, my dream destination would be Houston, but my dream vacation would probably have to be probably have to be. I think it's called Turks and Caicos. Mm -hmm. Probably have to be there. So, with your dream destination being Houston, what? Why Houston? Um, because and like when you mean destination, like what do you mean by like destination and vacation? Um, so vacation. Um, I know I can't stay on vacation for too long, but destination. I feel like if I go to Houston, uh, miss somewhere, I like one of my goals. So I do want to ultimately like when I graduate high school and like start a family of my own. Mm -hmm. Um, I do want to end up in Houston. I feel mm -hmm. like it's great opportunity in Houston. Yeah. And um. It's just a new scenery. Um, I've been in Charlotte for 20 years, so tired of it. Houston, I know it's probably around the same as Charlotte, but it's like a bigger city mm -hmm. and it's bigger opportunities. Mm -hmm. So I know that's one of my goals, like 
destinations but with a vacation um i know i can't live in turks and caicos i mean i can but it's not yeah it's not where you want to be <laughs> right it's yeah. somewhere like i can it's like a getaway so mm, just to free your mind to free your mind to free your mind so what so far has been your favorite wssu memory um you can give me top three because winston we've been on one hey man um top three what is my first <laughs> you you got to experience a little bit more of winston though speaking of which how, so you came in with the COVID class you said right yep i'm how a COVID was baby. you want the truth Oh, it was terrible. It was so terrible. Because, one, we didn't get prom. We didn't get graduation. We didn't get ramdition. Okay, we got prom, but we didn't get graduation. We didn't get... I literally... It was a drive-up. They had to change everything. Like, we didn't get nothing. We didn't get ramdition. Um, half of the class of 24 did not walk under the arches. Mm. Um, when they say we had events, we went and sat on a screen looked at a bunch of uh, another classroom on a screen and that was that um classes were online um everything i could go on and on it was it was and then everybody nobody wants to give us our sympathy or our credit either because okay. it's like everybody's like well y'all and it's like but no because we still didn't get a prom so every time i see prom pictures i'm salty i promise you and we didn't get a proper graduation and then y'all came in y'all got ramdition y'all and it was like we like like what and it's like they can't even just do something just a little extra and a little special for the class of 2024 but a that's my two cents that's my two cents that's all i'm gonna say well, um, not to like throw it in the face, but like a top three moment has one had would have to be ramdition. Yeah, lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> one would definitely have to be ramdition. Um, two would probably have to be a yard fest during yard fest during ram fest my freshman year. That yard man, yard um, fest was lit. That was a tongue. Yeah, I had me a time. Really, that whole ram fest. So yeah, yeah, that ram fest was lit. I had me a time, um, and then third will probably have to be. Um, what would third have to be? I really said like the two out of twos. I enjoy the two out of twos. Um, yeah, it's like you don't really got to worry about nothing. Yeah, and it's like it's like a chill, simple little vibe, mm -hmm. and it's like you could dip in and out and go wherever. Mm -hmm. So, with going to the greatest HBC on the planet, would you say that it is important for you know seniors in high school for young and black brown students to go to HBCU? Um, I'm not saying I'll definitely do feel like it's important, um, mm -hmm. just because there's not really too many spaces, like especially nowadays, where you're gonna get in a space where people. Uh, care about you and know you knowing you go into a space where literally you're getting nothing but care Especially at Winston. Yeah. Um, we have a thing called the Ramley and you feel nothing but that mm -hmm. so Knowing you go into somewhere where you're getting nothing but care is very important um, And then like at HBCU it's like you're more than just a number um, of course, I've never been to one but I feel like a lot of times at PWI is not shaming them or anything. I feel like 
a lot of times people are just numbers there. Yeah. But at HBCU, it's like you actually feel included. You're important. Yeah. So. That's good. That's good. So, do you want your kids to go to Winston or just any HBCU? Um, I would love for my kids to go to Winston. Um, mm-hmm. Carrying on the legacy of a Winston grad, I would love for my kids to go to Winston. But if they do go to HBCU, that would still be good um, as long as it's not like nowhere else in the CIAA. That's my only rule. They can't go nowhere <laughs> else nowhere in the CIAA. Nowhere else in the CIAA. I'm weak. I'm weak. So what would be one thing that you would change about Winston? And it could be anything. Ooh. Oh, you got a couple? I got a couple myself. Ooh. <laughs> Sip swine. Mm. Oh, and your SGA president, too. That's why I said, ooh. Mm-hmm. So he has the inside, inside. <laughs> um, Without, like, actually saying, like... Too much. Too much. Uh, really just... Really just, like... I guess... Communication. Yeah. What's this communication? It's not... And it's, it's it's really, it's not even just like certain people. It's, I feel like the whole, and it's just like, it's there, there's no urgency in our emergency mm-hmm. to them. So you just really have to be persistent, which is frustrating. Oh, and the heels. <sighs> I swear to God, you will get calf muscles, thigh muscles, and a workout walking to class. <laughs> No, and don't don't let you have to go uh, to Anderson. I stayed, I stayed in Gleason last year. I, I had to walk from, like, up them steps. I had to walk up the Anderson steps and then up the DJR steps, mm-hmm. like, all the way to, like, Carolina Hall and Coltrane and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I would miss class because of that. Yeah, that, it's like a, it's like a, Cause if you go to if you know you know, cause them stairs are killer. And then the sun, oh my God! Don't let it be raining, don't let it be raining. And then there's like there's really no other like shortcut without having to walk a longer distance. And that them heels, mm, that. Mm. And don't let the bees be out. They they're a different breed. Did you your freshman year? Did you experience them mosquitoes? Cause when I came to Winston, the mosquitoes was like a whole different breed. Like you know how regular mosquitoes, you know, you just get the look like little bump or whatever. No, like them mosquitoes have bruises on me. I don't know if we experienced. That might have been part of the COVID. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, might have been might have been COVID mosquitoes. You never know. You never know. You never know. So let's switch over to more so the business side of the student. So with you being an intern at Red Ventures, mm-hmm. so what has really st- seeing the corporate mindset at such mm-hmm. a young age? What is it like? Is it is it what you expected? Um. My mentor told me um, it wasn't. I used to. It wasn't what I expected at all. I'm not gonna lie. Was it worse than you expected, or better than you expected, or just not what you expected? Just not what okay. I expected. Okay. Okay. Like, um, I'm not gonna lie. In a corporate setting, like it's very cutthroat. Mm-hmm. Um, like they they care. Like they care if you're having a bad day. They care if you. They care if you are miss work. But it's like a, like a hard teacher. Like, okay, it's, whatever you're doing, it still has to get done. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it's like, even as an intern, you're like, okay, I'm an intern. They're not going to really expect nothing from me. But you got to realize, like, if you work in corporate or, like, at a company like that, you're on a team where you're 
helping or your your input mm-hmm. or whatever you do matters. So they're still gonna expect you to keep up the same way. They're gonna throw stuff at your way fast. It's like you may get four different projects in one day mm-hmm. and they're expecting for you to get it completed in okay. like an hour. So it's like you get exposed to meeting every day, meeting with different people, different mm-hmm. conversations that you're not used to having, um, mm-hmm. asking questions that you're not used to asking. So it definitely exposed me to a lot, I can say. Okay. So what has been like the greatest challenge so far with being in the corporate world at such a young age? Um, The feel of trying not to feel like you're behind. Mm-hmm. Um like corporate moves fast so yeah. it's sometimes like even if you're unclear on stuff or something's past due you mm-hmm. may have a fear of being behind and you know like it's gonna it's not gonna stop mm-hmm. so it's been that was has been one of the biggest challenges okay so what has really being an intern really like taught you about life like what has corporate really taught you about the real world and what to expect for when you do graduate um a couple of things uh one um communication matters um yeah. like sure. in the real world in school whatever the case may be um when communication actually matters it matters and you don't mm-hmm. want it to where well, you don't have that communication you don't want it to get to a point where you should have had it mm-hmm. and like then you left sorry left and safe so communication matters um also uh time management yeah. um whether it's time for to do my work and just like I was saying time for myself mm-hmm. um, you gotta make sure you have like that good balance yeah. between the two so working there has taught me like I, and when I graduate I need to make sure I have a balance so I don't get overloaded and really three um, when it come to life like you have support but at the end of the day like it's really just on you mm-hmm. if nobody's gonna hold your hand or do stuff for you tell you to do this tell you to do that it's really ultimately up to you yeah so you are right you're all right so with with your internship what would you say well would you want it to go to a career let's start there um with me having a marketing concentration um i wouldn't mind doing digital marketing Mm -hmm. for a career Mm -hmm. um but i would prefer if i was doing it for a more direct um, company mm-hmm. like with Red Ventures, we do a lot of partner marketing. So mm-hmm. we're not actually marketing for Red Ventures. We're marketing for a lot of so, partners. Okay. So if I were to do it for a career, I would definitely want to do it for something that I'm actually like more interested in. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. So that's good. That's good. That's good. So what would be something that you would say that people misunderstand about you? Um, that I'm very humble. Um, even a lot of my friends they tell me that just from looks of me or whatever that I'm stuck up Um, if they didn't know me they automatically felt like I wouldn't be friends with them or whatever Mm -hmm. the case may be but it's actually the complete opposite Um, once you get down just talk to me or just have a conversation with me you'll realize like I I talk to everybody. Most of the time, I'm going to talk to you before you talk to me. So mm-hmm. I'm very humble. Very humble. You got another thing that somebody somebody else know mm-hmm. uh, that may not they may not know about me. Mm-hmm. Um. Hmm. Hmm. Make you think. If not, that's cool. Probably not. Probably not. Okay. 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 So I don't know if these people know, but you are a poet and you do write poetry. So what would, 
what would you say made you get into poetry or spoken word? Um, just when, like a lot of, with my poetry, it's more so my thoughts. Mm -hmm. So with me writing in a poetry or writing a poet, writing a poem, mm -hmm. it's an opportunity for me to get my thoughts out without you knowing that it's like about me. Gotcha. So, and it's like, you can tell a story with it. Um, yeah. Like a poet, a poem could be in one setting and it could be a 10 year story, but nobody yeah. would ever know. Nobody But would. the person writing it. So mm -hmm. it's like you get a chance to get out your thoughts without anybody knowing like, okay, he's talking about himself. Mm-hmm. So, so what, what would, who, who is your like poem or poetry inspiration or, you know, the, or the thoughts that you get into or, you know, when you pick up your pen, what, it, what is the mood, you know, who do you put on? Is there somebody that you get inspired to or is it just like you just grab the pen and just start writing? Um, more so I grab the pen and just start writing. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times the poetry, like I like listening to poetry, but like I said, it's really just my thoughts. So. Mm -hmm. I kind of had shot away from the inspiration side just because I don't somebody else's somebody else's style of poetry or their inspiration or the way they write might be a lot different from me. Yeah. So yeah, I try to take it from like my own point of view. But um, are we allowed to do shout outs? Yeah, you can do shout outs. Um, shout out Sam. Um, he got me into the True Seekers Club um, on oh, campus. Yeah. Love um, them. I really Love hate. Them. I wasn't able to. Uh, participate with the club as much as I did but that's really where I got exposed to it where I like started writing my first poet mm -hmm. or first piece of poetry mm -hmm. and he uh posted me on the page and everything and people really liked it so that's shout good. out Sam shout out to you didn't he um host like a poetry slam or something like that mm -hmm. I seen that on Instagram I was so mad that I missed it because I was really wanted to go because it looks so 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 fun mm -hmm. so we're gonna move to the YouTube portion of you okay. so if y'all don't know go subscribe right now TJ meets world okay right mm -hmm. now TJ meets world so what is TJ meets world um TJ meets world is just really just what it say um me get y'all getting a chance to see me um, meet the world, meet my opportunities, go through my day-to-day -day life. Um, really just meeting everything that comes with life and getting to see like an inside look on what goes on in my life. Like a lot of times on my channel, I do a lot of free talking when I'm at places or when I'm on the places. I give my point of views, I give my opinions on a lot and you're just getting a chance to see me chase my dreams. That's really just me meeting the world just you meeting the world mm -hmm. so do you have a certain goal that you're trying to reach with your youtube channel to where it takes off to where you know further down the line maybe a tv show or are you just trying to stick to where you at right now um i wouldn't mind a tv show um but i feel like my goal i'm kind of just where it stands where people are just watching it for like a motivational aspect or mm -hmm. people watching it for references mm -hmm. um that's really just what i want to do where people can okay i can go to his video right quick if i want on how to do something like this or how did this experience go if mm -hmm. I'm looking to do something how did this go so it really just where people can just come to my page for a reference or a resource that's good that's good so make sure you guys subscribe right now to TJ Meets World well TJ I would like to thank you for coming on Cool Breeze Podcast where we keep it cool do Def you think you kept it cool I definitely do thank you, you for having did. me thank you for coming alright so we will see y'all next time on Cool Breeze Podcast where we keep it cool make sure y'all subscribe to okay subscribe